A message from the Virginia Department of Health. Yes, Virginia, you can help stop the spread of COVID-19. Stay home, wash your hands, wear a mask in public, and stay six feet away from others. Learn more at bdh.virginia.gov. The Mark Willard Show continues on KNBR 104.5 and 680, the sports leader. All right, glad you're with us tonight. 808 KNBR is the number. And uh, we will uh, we'll continue with your calls, your text. This portion of the Mark Willard Show brought to you by Redwood Credit Union. Bank from home or on the go with 24-7 secure mobile and online banking from Redwood Credit Union. Sign up today, Redwood Credit Union, for all that you love. Now... My guy, Rob Parker, I haven't talked to him for a little while. Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports Radio is joining us. Hey, Rob, what's going on, my man? Mark Willard, what's happening, buddy? My old radio partner. How you doing in San Francisco? I Hanging am doing, in? yeah, I am doing just fine. I hope everything is uh, is blessed and well down in uh, in Southern California. And my goodness, we got a lot to talk about. I listen. I want to get the whole uh, the whole Goodell lay of the land in the mind of Rob Parker. But you're such a baseball fan, and 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 you've been such a a, a great baseball writer for so long that I got to get your take on this. Is this driving you nuts or what? You know what, Mark? I, I'm trying to be realistic about it. And here's here's the point: we've had 26 years of labor peace which is unheard of in baseball. You know the owners and the players haven't trusted each other, and there have been plenty of stoppages and strikes and lockouts the whole nine yards. And the only difference is, and, and it, would, it would look better, the optics, if they could just go behind the, the doors, close the doors and figure this out, and then come make an announcement. But unlike the other sports, which were already in progress when the pandemic hit, this was different. Baseball was different because their season hasn't start, hadn't started, and they have to figure it out. Ultimately, I do believe, Mark, that they'll come to the eighty, you know, eighty-two games, and it'll kind of go back to what it originally was. And if there's some extra money or money that's going to be deferred that they get come playoff time, we'll have it. I just don't believe baseball can not have a season and go 18 months and not be on when everybody else is dying for A sports and B are going through their own trials and tribulations when it comes to money and jobs. It would have a bad look and damage the game if they couldn't come together. I See, I'm with you, and I don't know if I've found anyone other than me and you who still believe that. Like, yeah, I still agree North of 75 games is where we're going. So what's right. your what's your what's your thought on why every national reporter out there right now is like, man, it's bad and and they they hate each other and they are not talking and this is not going anywhere fast. I you know, I think that's just a natural because there wasn't an agreement right away. But that's just never been how baseball works and I get it from the union standpoint. Mark, they've worked so hard and given up a lot over the years to get where they are. So even in this situation, they're not going to just all of a sudden roll over and go, oh, yeah, whatever you want to do, and we'll just follow it. So, so I do get that. It doesn't feel good. I wish it was done. There's still plenty of time. I believe a deal will get done. This is just my gut feeling 
this week so that there's enough time to start around the 4th of July weekend. You have until this week. If it goes past this week, then I'll start to to really think, well, uh, you know, this doesn't make sense because you want to get started. To me, it would be a perfect time for the country. And you know this too, Mark. Baseball's always played a big part in the healing process of the United States. We had it in uh, after 9-11. You remember the famous George Bush uh, pitch, you know, uh, before Game 3 of the World Series. Uh, baseball's always been there, that, 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 you know, macaroni and cheese, that comfort food for you to make you feel good. So I believe it'll happen. Uh, you know how uh, we love food bets. You and I used to do them. Uh, back in the day, all the time, I can never remember what was the what was the food you're always offering whenever there's a bet. Chicken wings, chicken wings, chicken right? Wings, yes. Okay, chicken wings, and I'm not a huge chicken wing guy, so I'm always trying to change the food. So I just did a breakfast burrito bet with my producer, and I'm glad that you said this week because that's what I told him. I said baseball strikes a deal by Sunday at midnight for a breakfast burrito. So you think I'm going to win this thing? I think you're going to win. I really believe that they know. You know, it's like anything. When you're negotiating, there comes a time when there's a deadline. Do you know what? And and up until this point, there was no deadline because, uh, you know, they had time. They knew that it would take a little bit of time to get something together. You've got to have like a at least a three-week spring training or getting back ready for the season. And if you're a player, I mean, I mean here's the other part. If you don't get this done, not only do you not make any money this year, there is no Mookie Betts $400 million contract next year. There are free agents. They've already put a lot of the minor leagues out, minor leaguers out. It, it damages even next year and, and how owners would spend money and financially. So it, it's more than just this year. Next year would matter too. Uh, by the way, Rob, do you recall – the bet, the active bet that you and I still have yes, going? You still, yes, the 49ers supposed to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. I love that you still know because, boy, I tell you what, Rob, I, I did a lot of research and I tracked down the audio. It was online. I tracked down the audio of you and I getting into it about Jimmy Garoppolo. Pretty much upon his arrival, he he had won those five games at the end of that terrible season for the 49ers. And you and I got into it about Garoppolo. And I think it was 100 bucks. And I said they win the Super Bowl in five years or less or something like that. Yeah, that was the bet. Right. So first year gets knocked out by the ACL tear. And then I just quietly watched this year. And they were sitting there in the fourth quarter. Rob, I was counting that money i was i had the audio ready i was going to text it to you oh i was ready and then it all fell apart and 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 that's the bad part is you (laughs) you know how hard it is it ain't that easy to go i know super bowl and that window was there and you know what jimmy the defense which i still couldn't believe uh gave it up at the end uh and i know kansas city's a good team and i'm not taking anything away from them but they couldn't get a stop, and and you were you were going to be. Trust me, I knew what that bet was, okay. and I watched uh. that game, and I thought to myself, "Is this guy really going to get a hundred bucks out of me?" <laughs> that would have been a pretty good because I I I should have gotten odds on that bet. That would have been pretty amazing if I called no, that, that back. Yeah, back when the Niners were six and ten. Um, but speaking of that Super Bowl and what Patrick Mahomes pulled off, I wonder if you saw the article 
by Jason Reed with ESPN Today, uh, basically stating that Roger Goodell does not do what he did last week in response to the player's video unless Patrick Mahomes is in there. And that was a game changer for the whole thing. Do you agree with that? What's what's your perspective here? I think Patrick Mahomes is a big key, but I do not believe that. I I just – the notion that what this country saw in living color, uh, police brutality, I mean, you can't get any closer than that, Mark, for people. And I'm not – I I think that Patrick Mahomes had no choice – than to than to be involved in it, but I do not believe for one second that if Mahomes wasn't a part of it, that that uh, the commissioner would have turned a blind eye to it. I think it it made it easier for Goodell to do it. Is that you know what I mean? Like yep. like because so many guys did it, Mark. But this time was so different, and I don't believe that the NFL could have ignored what happened. Look at the streets. Look at the young people. Look at the different ethnic groups and colors of people out there. I mean, this is something. Look at the the video from Europe, Mark. Have you ever seen such a thing where people are or people are holding up Black Lives Matter uh, from the biggest cities in this country to the smallest towns, where even places that have minuscule amounts of black people are even in their towns, they're at town hall holding up signs Black Lives Matter. I, th- I, I just can't believe that it, that the commissioner wouldn't have done it if Patrick Mahomes wouldn't have been involved. Uh, what were your thoughts on the statement, though, from Roger Goodell? I'm at this point, it, it's got to be action from the NFL. I've just, I've, because the NFL swung and missed so poorly with the Colin Kaepernick thing, and I'm not only going to blame the NFL because I think the players missed it too. This guy four years ago, tried to save a guy like George Floyd. This is what he was talking about verbatim, the social injustice, the police brutality. There were other guys. When you really look at history and really look back at this, how can you not look at this and think to yourself that this is probably the most selfless act by somebody to give up his football career, everything he's worked for, to possibly give up his livelihood, to, to, to fight for people who are nameless and faceless, who aren't related to him. Most people just couldn't do it. And he was out there on the front lines. And, and I always say his uh, initial peaceful, silent protest wasn't, wasn't, wasn't ever about him, Mark, because if you remember the beginning of the story, he was sitting on the bench, not saying anything to anybody. He didn't issue a press release. The only reason it became a story was because Steve Weish from the NFL Network saw him. He was down on the sidelines and asked him, "What is he doing?" He he didn't he didn't like look at me. I'm 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 doing this, and here's the press release, and I'm making a statement. And then that's when it became a story. Rob Parker, FS1, Fox Sports Radio. Do you, you know, I'm, I'm hearing the low buzz, and it's probably just wishful thinking, but I wonder if you feel differently. Like, there are people that believe uh, this has changed enough that some team is, is finally going to give Colin Kaepernick a look. I feel like we've been around and around in circles for so long about this that, that it certainly feels like the league has, has moved on. What, what do you think happens with that? 
Yeah, he's still young enough, and and there are jobs. I mean, he could be he could be a player uh, on a team, help uh, help with some a younger quarterback. You remember when Colin Kaepernick broke into the league and and his style and what he was able to do. And then there are those jobs. There are guys that they always think of like a Charlie Batch, who was like a backup quarterback in Pittsburgh for what ten or twelve years, you know. Or, or, or longer, who was a starter at one point in his career and then became a backup. So is there a job for him? Absolutely. Uh, it's just a matter of whether or not he would want to take it. And then really, like, would he have a shot to compete or play? We're seeing Tom Brady next year at age 43. Colin is, is way younger, and is there a chance he might play? If, if someone is legitimate and it's not like a publicity stunt, I think there's a chance we could see him play. Rob, I had our mutual friend, uh, friend Jason McIntyre on last week. He put up an Instagram post, his top 10 quarterbacks heading into the 2020 season. He had Matt Stafford on it, and Jimmy Garoppolo was not. Please respond. Please. You mean Stat Patford? Are you <laughs> kidding me? I mean, you know my take on Matt Stafford and – you want to talk about the most hollow numbers in the history of the NFL. I think he's only beaten five teams in his career uh, that have finished with an over 500 record. He doesn't have the kind of wins despite the numbers. And I call him Stat Paffer because a lot of them come after the games have been uh, decided already. And, and, that's the, and that's the issue is that he has zero playoff wins. This is the first overall pick. And you're a 10, 11 years into your career, and you still haven't won a playoff game. I mean, you haven't won a division title. They haven't won a, the Lions haven't won a division title. And you can't say that they, the Lions don't have any players. They had Ndamukong Sue and Calvin Johnson all on the same team at one point. And if you go back to that playoff game, there was a playoff game at Dallas. Lions were down. It was a bad call in the game, but the Lions got the ball back. I always remember this. Because there was Matthew Stafford's moment. And they had like two and a half minutes to go, a couple of timeouts. And basically he could have drove. He's from suburban Dallas. Drove down the field, you know, win the game, throw a game when he touched down the, to Calvin Johnson and, and could have changed the way you look at the Lions and everything. And he went four and out, and that was it. So I'm, I, no way Jimmy Garoppolo shouldn't be – in, his, in Jason's list. We already know where Jason's Meshuggah. So uh, I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> Jason's list. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. people who don't know, Meshuggah is crazy. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. What's for dinner tonight? I'm going to make a nice fat steak, a little salad, and a little spinach. That's okay. it. I'm trying to eat healthy. Protein and vegetables. That's going to get it done. Rob, thank you, sir. Good to hear you. Always a pleasure, my man. Anytime, man. Thank you so much. Okay, there he goes. Rob Parker, Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports Radio. My good man uh, joining us this evening. Coming up next, some final thoughts. We'll circle back to what's going on with NFL players, what the fall will look like during the National Anthem and beyond, and has the PGA Tour finally figured it out. That's next on the Sports Leader.